How exactly did you do that? This is one of the most brilliant questions you can ask, and that's what we're going to talk about today. This question is a phenomenal question because if you ask it, you will always grow and improve. It's the best question to ask yourself because it promotes curiosity, mindfulness, visualization, and optimism. We're going to break that down right now. Welcome back to The Liz Show. We are talking about the number one question you need to ask yourself to improve yourself always. If you do something you like or you don't like, for example, maybe you finally disciplined your sweet tooth or your indulgence or overeating at night, or maybe you're always about seven minutes late, right? So we have two examples, one that we like, one that we don't. You would want to ask yourself in both situations, how exactly did I do that? How exactly did I discipline that sweet tooth? How exactly do I show up seven minutes late every single time? The next thing you want to do is retrace your steps, retrace your mental steps and physical steps. To ask yourself this question, you have to be curious and mindful. You have to intentionally want to explore the mental thoughts you have and the actions you are making to arrive at your results. Now, to do this successfully, you cannot judge yourself, but you have to be open-minded and curious. It's about exploration and understanding through observing, not condemning. Do you see how that creates a completely different mental environment and relationship with yourself? Now, once you've explored the good or the bad situation... These are the questions I would encourage you to ask, right? Because again, we're retracing these mental steps. So by no means are these all the questions you could ask, but these are some of them. And I'll put them in the show notes too. How do I feel about it? So to use our example, how do I feel about having been successful in controlling my overeating or indulgence? How do I feel about being late all the time? The next question is, what am I saying to myself? What did I say to myself to prevent myself from overeating or indulging? What am I saying to myself to always be late? What do I need to say to myself so I can start being on time? Are you noticing how you can start to unravel these questions by asking a follow-up question to that one question? Notice the image in your mind's eye. When we're successful at changing our habits, we see it in an approach or positive manner. When we are unsuccessful, usually we see things in an avoidance image. What are the images you see in your mind's eye that helped you get the result of crucifying that overeating desire? Or what are the images you see in your mind's eye that help you always be late? Again, we're just using examples. Fill in the situation for yourself. You know, what do you do well? What are you struggling at? I know for me, when I was working to eat cleaner, I intentionally would think delayed gratification, long-term thinking, long-term focus. I would imagine how great it would feel when I put on those jeans and just feel unstoppable. Or I'd imagine how I feel when I arrive 10 minutes early, because that allows me to take a second and collect my thoughts versus, oh my gosh, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be stressed and just discombobulated or I'm going to put on those pants and I'm probably not going to fit and it's just going to make me feel horrible about myself. Do you see how both of those create completely different sensations in relationship with yourself? 
Another question is, what's the excuse or narration bias you're telling yourself? Now, if you have no idea what your excuses are, especially when it comes to your thoughts or what that negative narration bias could be, then go and take my free quiz, What Thinking Trap is Limiting Your Performance. This is going to tell you exactly what those biases are. And if you read the PDF that you get with the results of your quiz, you'll start to learn what those thinking traps sound like and that directly and indirectly will grow your awareness to allow you to start to identify when you are in the midst of one. Most of our thinking is in this negative way of thinking, especially if you are more pessimistic. For instance, I'm great at discounting the positives, right? We're like, everything's going really well, but one thing went wrong. And so you hyper-focus on that one thing. And I'm a recovering perfectionist. So this kind of makes sense, right? Some days I feel like I'm more recovered than others. What are you telling yourself? Are you saying, you deserve that donut. It's not going to hurt you. Come on, just eat, eat it. You, you want it, just eat it. Or are you saying, okay, you crave a donut, but that's because your body is used to eating sugar at this time. You got this, stay the route. Maybe let's do something more mentally stimulating than watching TV or whatever you're doing right now. You know, Liz, you really like to read. Let's go and read. You don't eat when you read. Or for the late example, maybe you're saying, man, I got plenty of time. I can do this. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Or are you even thinking about time, right? Some people are not very time oriented. Maybe you're focused on what tasks you have to do and you just suck at time management. That leads us to where are you lying or fooling yourself? It's so easy to do that in today's world. Where are you lying to yourself? Where are you not allowing yourself to see the truth? The, the brain, the mind will reorganize life so you'll, you'll see what you want to see. And what distractions are getting in your way? I know sometimes I can feel like I'll be late. I'm honestly never late. I'm on time at the very least. Um, but sometimes I notice that I allow social media or emails or little tasks that I think are going to take a little less time than they really do, but they end up being like a rabbit hole effect, right? Where you just keep going, keep going, keep going. And then I'm like, oh crap, I've got to go. So what are the distractions getting in your way? I would rather personally be early than late. I'd rather be waiting on someone than someone waiting on me. That's just how I am. I also love to use opportunities to read any second I can get. The last question you could ask is like, what's off? Is your time management off? Is your clarity about the goal and why you want this off? Are you feeling insecure and unsafe? A lot of people are emotional eaters because they feel insecure and unsafe and so they eat as a way of self-soothing. Do you see how these questions allow you to backtrack, by the way? Because that's important. We want to retrace our steps more mentally. That's going to give us insight onto how we physically do it. But when you allow yourself to take a second and reflect and discuss it with yourself, you're helping yourself grow. You're improving your brain functioning and you're improving your ability to intentionally or consciously think. Now, once you've backtracked, this is where, in my opinion, the fun really starts because you want to move into visualization. If you were successful at something, imagine being successful at that all the time, or at least 90% of the time. Reflect on what you can improve and see yourself improving it. Now, if you're unhappy with what you're doing, review it in your mind's eye. But the areas you quote unquote fail at, I want you to change those actions to be actions that would allow you to succeed. 
And maybe you need to go back through those questions to get really clear on how you need to see the situation, what your identity needs to be in that situation for you to be successful at it. See yourself as doing it all right and leading to the desired results. For instance, I wasn't gonna share this, but it just came to me. Yesterday, I had a really pessimistic day. I will say that part of it was due to hormones. Hormones can make me neurotic. I'm working on it. I don't really appreciate it, to be completely honest. And so I was more pessimistic. I felt defeated. I felt hopeless. I did not like it. And now, as I've retraced my steps, I've realized, you know what? I am naturally optimistic. You know what? This one event does not predict my future. And so I've reflected on what I can do. For instance, in times where I feel hopeless, God gives me hope. So I recite verses or I smile. Smiling is so good for breaking pessimism, ironically. Or I go out in public and I do an act of kindness or I shift my thinking or I'm really objective in what I do. So I replayed the entire situation in my mind's eye so I could catch it. And I will tell you, my neuroticism, my pessimism does not last very long. At most, it lasts about an hour, and right now I'm trying to get it down to less than an hour. I'm working on it. I shouldn't say trying. I'm intentionally working on improving it to be less than an hour. Visualization is incredibly powerful, and it lights up the same part of your brain that would require you to physically do it. That's how brilliant visualization is. Visualize, visualize, visualize. Visualize seeing yourself doing it the way you want to do it create that identity, practice the actions in your mind's eye, practice the self-talk. And lastly, have a perspective of a tough-minded optimist, meaning you are hopeful and confident about your future being absolutely amazing and successful. The best is yet to come. And you are only going to improve and get better. Then the tough-mindedness is putting that faith into action because optimism is walking by faith. Faith is believing great things are happening before you see them. It's the perseverance and the persistence to keep trying with that optimistic outlook. Now, you know, the most important question for you to continue growing is how exactly did I do that? Pause, reflect, discuss, even consider going on a walk because the brain works best by reflection, discussion, and movement. Ask this question, how exactly did I do that? When you're proud of doing something well and when you're unhappy with your results, ask this question every single time you can remember and examine the situations. Now, the cool part is life is very copy and paste. So with the thing you're doing well and proud of yourself, find the nuggets that you can copy into the areas of weakness. And this is gonna require more of a big picture, eagle-like view perspective than a mouse or in the weeds type of perspective. It might not be the specific detail of the action, but more of what that action falls into. Like, were you focused? Were you clear? Were you intentional? Did you have the knowledge already in it? Were you confident? If you do something well in one place, you can do it in another. It just may take longer because sometimes there's a knowledge application may be different, right? There might be more education or understanding that you need about that area before you will implement to that same level of success where you're doing well. Sometimes we have to learn and that learning can slow us down a bit, but you're still moving forward. It's just not at the speed you probably prefer. But when we combine the education with that skill set of where you're amazing and doing things well, you'll grow quickly, especially if you hold on to that optimistic viewpoint. Let me ask you, what can you copy from successful examples into that weakness? 
And what I want you to do right now is reflect on what you've done well in the last 24 hours, what you're proud of, and what you're a little frustrated with yourself. And I want you to ask yourself, how exactly did I do the thing I'm proud of? And how exactly did I do the thing I'm a little annoyed at myself? And examine both situations. Go do it right now. Leave a review. Share this episode with one person. Remember, you are amazing. You got this. I'm rooting for you.